Captain America's an awful friend. Tony's just doing the best with what he has. Anyways, redemption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can, I, can I get a clap for Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, so tonight is the last night of like our Scent series, and we are going to just kind of yeah, close it out. I'm excited that I get to close it out. In week one, uh, Jake talked to us about the Cambridge Seven. They're a group of young men uh, that came from affluence. The future was bright for them. They could do whatever they wanted to do. Some of them were professional athletes. Some of them uh, were military officers. But they left all of that because they knew that God's heart was for the world, and it encouraged them to go to China, and their impact on the world was huge. The next week, Carly introduced us to the Great Commission. Highlighted in red if you want to follow along. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to command or teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you, and behold, I am with you always till the end of the age. Uh, and so these are Jesus' famous last words, and it's actually what we're commanded to do as Christians. Uh, we were introduced to the 1040 window. That is a place uh, in the world where uh, the gospel is not easily accessible, and believers will face hostility. Um, and so, yeah, we're called to live on mission. Then Carly also shared that uh, it was two student leaders living life on mission that actually, uh, that the Lord used to help her walk with the Lord. Moving forward, uh, they're still best friends. Uh, Clay talked about uh, the book of Acts and the faithfulness of the early church and how a bunch of these guys from, uh, yeah, an ocean away, uh, single-handedly, are, like, responsible for, like, us being here tonight. Um, and then Clay also talked about how he wanted to go to Gateway, but he ended up not going uh, for his own reasons and uh, just never got the chance to go back. And Clay vulnerably shared with us how he felt like he missed out. And, yeah, the door just keeps closing on him. Sorry, Clay. Um, <laughs> so what we're going to... So what we're going to look at tonight is, uh, so we talked about the Great Commission, we talked about being sent, we talked about like being missionaries, and tonight we're actually going to look at the Great Commission like completed. Uh, we're going to look at it like being done, um, and hopefully uh, like this vision, this vision of like God's work completed is going to be from Revelation, and uh, hopefully what we talk about tonight will instill hope in your guys' hearts. Hope that it gives you guys a perspective that will give you courage to push forward and that you guys will be a little bit closer to trusting God with everything that he's given you, everything that he's blessed you with. Uh, guys, we can be confident in knowing what the Lord has in store for us. So uh, pray with me and then we'll get started. Uh, God, thank you so much for the opportunity uh, just to learn about your heart, your will, Father. I pray that uh, you can open our hearts to receive what you have to say just from this small chunk of the book of Revelation. It's in your name. Amen. Okay, first, a little like preview of the book of Revelation. Uh, so, it was written by this guy, John, who uh, was a Christ follower. He had been exiled to the island of Patmos for his faith by the Roman Empire. At uh, this point, John had experienced loss. He had endured injustices. He had been stripped of his worldly comforts, and he had lost friends up until this point. And all of this is for his faith. Uh, 
I can imagine it would be easy for John to have said, man, is it really worth it following God? Because this isn't, you know, what he's experienced isn't what we just got done singing about. Uh, for him, it was uh, pretty rough. And then uh, I know for me, it's easy to say, man, has all of this been worth it? And I'm sure all of you guys have gone through that as well, as you think of like the sacrifice with your time, uh, what you guys opt out of in order to pursue God. Uh, in this dark moment that John is going through, God gives him a vision of hope. He gives John a vision of victory. Uh, he shows John the end. And through this vision, God assures John that through his faithfulness, uh, he has conquered death. Uh, God has conquered war, conquest, famine, atrocities, uh, illnesses, and to sum up everything broken in the world, evil. Uh, God is assuring John here that by holding firm to faith, he will, in fact, see a victory, raise a hallelujah, and see graves turned into gardens. And so uh, John would take this vision, and he would actually write it to and send it to other believers who were experiencing the same harassment and persecution as him. And so, uh, yeah, this glorious ending, what we're going to dig into here. And so, guys, you have the opportunity to be a part of this. You guys have the opportunity to be a part of God's mission. Uh, we get to join a holy army of God that opposes evil. So, yeah, embrace that. Knowing that the victory is guaranteed, we can stand in joy before the throne one day. All right, so if you have your physical Bibles, please turn to the book of Revelation, chapter 7. We're going to be looking at 9 through 10. If you don't have your physical Bibles, just please look at the screen. It'll be easier that way. All right. So after this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number, from every nation, from all tribes, and peoples, and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and, uh, and to the Lamb. So with the people around you, I want you guys to use your imaginations and I want you guys to try to verbally describe what this would look like. And break. Okay, we will uh, we'll ring it back in. Uh, I love 
I love like epic paintings that have just like a huge amount of detail. Um, I also love like some heavy metal album covers that are just like over the top, like spiritual and like just grand and in your face. But my mind is held back by its earthly limits. I don't think I can imagine what this looks like. I can't, I can't imagine a multitude that I cannot number. Um, so that's what we just went through. This, what we got here is the Great Commission completed. Uh, we see in the Great Commission, make disciples of all nations, and then we got, there's a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes, peoples, and languages. All right, so I'm going to give you guys two points to walk away with tonight, so you guys can write this down on your phone or in your Bibles, if you're comfortable writing in your Bibles. Um, anyways. So, first one is, you guys can be confident in God. When we give our lives, when we give our talents, when we take steps of faith, uh, when you guys decide, hey, I'm going to go on mission, you can do so having confidence in the Lord, knowing that in the end, the battle is won, knowing that in the end, all the work and stuff you put into it will have been worth it. Uh, for the student leaders that are in the room, I understand that uh, you guys like face a lot. You guys walk through a lot. Uh, whatever, you know, OU tries to throw your way. And then you guys are expected to also be leaders at the same time, composed, poised. Guys, it could just be super hard sometimes. Uh, and you guys might ask yourselves, is it worth it, you know, to keep pushing forward? Is it worth it to like morally keep myself going? And it totally is. My hope for you guys is that when you graduate from here, you're not, you're not graduating with a degree, but you can look back and say, this is how God used me to change people's lives, both at Ohio University and also abroad, which we'll get into. And if you're not a student leader and you're just finding it hard to like follow God and not seeing why it's worth it, guys, it's uh, totally worth it. You get to be a part of something great. I know that was super quick, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Um, second thing is, God is for the nations. Uh, yeah, God is for the world, globally. Um, and I think it's really important to remember that God isn't solely focused on Christians in the state of Ohio. He is focused on people globally. Uh, and if that's like a new concept or if it challenges you, let it challenge you. That's good. Uh, let your minds be like reworked by it. Uh, we send students, well, we've sent students to Slovenia. We sent students to Gateway, which is Southeast Asia. Uh, when, I'm, when I'm singing before the throne one day, I'm going to be there with those people from India. I'm going to be there with brothers and sisters from Slovenia. Uh, yeah, and, you know, I'll be there with guys I meet in Slovakia this summer. Uh, but not only that, if it's any encouragement to you guys, crew just isn't a thing here in Southeast Ohio. It's a national ministry. Well, it's a global ministry. Uh, but right now, there is a group of college students at uh, UCLA's campus learning and being challenged by the same exact things that you guys are being challenged with. And they're being faithful, reaching the part of the country that the God has entrusted them to. I have a handful of friends where their partnerships are Japan and they're full-time missionaries in Japan at the moment right now. So guys, God's concerned with the nations. Uh, yeah, big stuff. Anyways, I wanted to share some stories 
that will hopefully encourage you guys to take the step and want to say, God, here I am, send me. Uh, the first story is uh, I was grabbing coffee with a guy named Terrence in Twinsburg, Ohio, if any of you guys know where that is. And uh, I was telling him about like what I do, all this stuff. And uh, he said when he was a boy in India, a group of missionaries came into his village, set up shop, and actually started showing a film about Jesus. It was actually a group of crew missionaries, part of something called the Jesus Film. And uh, now Terrence, uh, he got, or he went and got his Bible education at a school called Trinity, and he's now currently a pastor. Uh, so that's what the faithfulness of college students did for him in his life. I don't have a picture of it, but there's another guy named Jim. Uh, now, Jim was a part of crew at Texas A&M in the 70s, went on stateside summer missions, all that good stuff. Uh, but the Lord has blessed him and his efforts. Uh, he just generously gives all he has to see the gospel life fulfilled, to see you guys be reached uh, for the gospel, to like see you guys be sent. Uh, so not only is he generous like financially or with, or with his like belongings that he has, he also leads like a huge group of like old men. And uh, he tries, well, guys starting like in their 40s and up. But he like, he like thoroughly, he thoroughly like teaches them how to read the Bible. And, and it's like painful and he just doesn't pull his punches and it's the most awesome thing to be a part of. But that's what he does living on mission. Um, and then also guys, like, Crew is just such a small part of like what God's doing throughout the world, but it's what you guys are a part of. So I'm only sharing crew stories right now, um, and I'm excited that you're here too. Uh, but I really am excited to talk about this guy. His name is Eric. That is me, and that is us in... Was that a clap for Eric? Yeah, all right, there we go. Uh, that is us in uh, 2016. Joe Godinez actually took that picture. Um, but so that was Eric's sophomore year. Uh, that year, Eric had uh, some pretty big decisions. He was told every single week by his engineering professors that he needed to get an internship. That if he didn't get this internship, he would actually be forfeiting the rest of his life and that he'd never get a job and that other candidates would be a thousand times more qualified than him. He just heard it all the time. Everyone was like hyper competitive, and Eric wanted, you know not to fail. Um, but at the same time, I mean, this is us at discipleship. I think we we're actually reading Romans 8 uh, on this day. And of course, I was encouraging him to take steps of faith. And Eric was actually interviewing for these internships. And uh, Eric said, even though I did have an impact, there was two other guys that had a huge impact on his life. Two student leaders, uh, Jared and Joe. Uh, in the middle is how you would see Jared and Joe back then. And then, uh, that's, that's a fast forward. I uh, <laughs> love those guys. But anyways, Eric decided that he was going to go to Slovenia that summer. And when he did, uh, he actually raised all of his support in less than two weeks. He actually overraised and was able to help send someone else to Slovenia that summer. But it doesn't stop there with Eric. All right, the Lord absolutely changed Eric's heart that summer. He got a vision for lost people around the world, and Eric just wanted to go uh, wherever God sent him. 
So uh, Eric came back to campus, super on fire as a student leader, wanting to reach like all the freshman guys coming in, wanting to lead Bible studies, all that stuff. And uh, Eric was now in a position to apply for internships again. Uh, instead, uh, he was opting for some like co-op opportunities. So he was interviewing, but this time instead of talking about his strengths, he was actually sharing about everything that God did like through his life when he was on mission in Slovenia. And Eric actually got hired because of what he did overseas on his missions trip. The hiring manager saw that Eric's spiritual growth was his priority and actually gave him a job. But it gets crazier from there. So Eric goes work at this like chemical engineering plant in West Virginia. While Eric is there, one of his supervisors is this dude that came to know the Lord while he was a student here at Ohio University. And that guy took Eric under his wing, and that guy was showing Eric what it looked like to actually minister to people uh, in the corporate world, in the engineering world. So Eric learned so much from this. Uh, Eric's next summer, he made his way out to Gateway. Eric's heart still continued to like burn for the Lord. Uh, this was awesome. He actually had to take some like co-op opportunities, so he stuck around a little bit longer. And that gave him another opportunity to go on summer mission again. So Eric went back to Slovenia a following summer. And then also that's like the gateway in the gateway city of Southeast Asia. And here's what's cool about Eric's second trip, all right? Eric's co-workers all pitched in together and paid a majority of Eric's funds to go off to Slovenia the second time around. They were so encouraged that this guy just wanted to live life on mission that his co-workers sent him. They said, get out of here, Eric. Uh, so after Eric uh, tore up Ohio University by being a man after God's own heart, it was time for him to get a job in the chemical engineering world. And just like he did with his internship interviews, he, he was just sharing all about what God did through his life in college. Uh, even when you talk to Eric now, he could care less about what he does in chemical engineering. It's all about Jesus. And that actually got Eric his first job in Philadelphia in chemical engineering. He's actually here in Ohio now, which is really sweet. But yeah, that's Eric's story, guys. And the thing is, uh, oftentimes, we worry about the things that we think we're going to miss out on. We live, uh, we live out of fears in our own hearts. And I don't want to diminish the fears and stuff that uh, you know, we live by or we let control us. But oftentimes we're like, man, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to fail. And we're not often thinking like, man, I don't want to miss out on God. We're more than willing to miss out on God is what I've experienced. And so guys, when we read about the end, when we read about God's victory, we can be confident in God. We can be confident in the opportunities that he sends our ways. And so uh, with that, guys, i understand we give you guys a lot of opportunities, like here in Crew, and we're a missional organization. Uh, we're not just a Christian ministry with, like, Bible studies all the time. We're all about going. Um, and here's the thing with being a missionary. When you guys follow God, you actually sign up to be a missionary. It's not an option whether you're going to do it or not. It's got to be, like, reflected in your own lives. Uh, when people are around you, they can see that something's different, whether it's in your backyard or overseas. I just want to encourage you guys to embrace this because you're going to be victorious in the end. God has already shown us. Anyways, anyways pray with me. I'll invite the band back up. Uh, God, thank you so much for the opportunity 
to just uh, focus on the victory that you've given us, Lord. Uh, thank you for, uh, yeah, thank you for the students in this room that have just chosen to take steps of faith and follow you, God. I pray that um, if there's things that are holding us back, Lord, that uh, you will continue to show us how you are good and how you are perfect and how you will make a way for us, God. Uh, we praise you so much for everything. Father, I ask that this spring break, it could just be so refreshing for everyone in this room. I pray that, uh, Lord, we feel so well-rested coming back to finish out the school year, Lord. Father, uh, I ask that every student in this room, when it comes to graduation, will be able to look back at their time in school and say uh, they're leaving here with more than a degree. It's in your name. Amen. Thanks to our listeners for tuning into this episode of the 180 Podcast, a production of Crew in Southeast Ohio. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a like, a share, or leave an encouraging comment, and that will go a long way toward helping others hear about the podcast. The podcast isn't the only thing that we do. Whether you're a student living on campus or if you're still at home studying virtually, we'd encourage you to check us out on social media to hear more about what's going on. You can follow us on Instagram at crew at OU, or to learn more about who we are and what we do, head over to our website, crew at OU.org. We'd encourage you if you visit the site to complete our involvement form to get more connected to all the things that are happening. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday for another episode of the